Clovis, building a healthy life together. What's up, everybody? It's Justin. Welcome to another episode of In Case You Missed It. I meant to come on like, what's up, everybody? It's Justin. How are you? Because, for some random reason, Clovis has grown really fast and people keep coming to my email and ask me, dude, how do you have so much energy all the time? You talk so fast, you're always so excited and everything is awesome. Everything is awesome, right? Uh, it's true, everything's pretty awesome. That's why I wore this shirt today because people keep asking me this, like, how are you so pumped all the time? Uh, because I literally practice what I preach and I follow Clovis and I eat really well and I take care of my body and I'm super happy and excited all the time. It's wonderful, right? So this is an episode of In Case You Missed It. Now, I'm gonna slow myself down a little bit because I'm also getting feedback from people about these In Case You Missed It episodes. So when I started doing In Case You Missed It, like 20, this is like number 22, I think. Uh, hope I get that right, I think it's 22. But um, when I started doing these, I was like, I'm gonna compress the AMA into five minutes. It's gonna be a five minute recap and I'll give you everything in five minutes. But that ends up being like, oh my God, we had this episode when we talked about strongest five by five, and we talked about gluconeogenesis, and we talked about hydration and sodium and electrolytes and all these things, which is what we did on Wednesday. But I'm gonna slow it down. I don't have to fit it in five minutes. We're gonna do it in case you missed it, a recap. It's gonna be nice. If you guys have questions, hit them here, just ask me a question here, and I will answer them here. So let's treat it like kind of like a mini AMA. If it goes 10 minutes or 12 minutes, not a big deal, all right? So I'm gonna stop doing the super hyperspeed thing, trying to fit this into five minutes. But I do wanna give you the, in case you missed it, recap of AMA number 61. So AMA number 61 was a really casual episode. I just wanted to get some of the new people. Clovis is growing very quickly. So I have a lot of new clients signing up every single week. So rather than do these big presentation episodes every single week, like I did The Soil Will Save Us and I did Stop Being a Tweaker and all these things, um, I wanna take some of these AMA episodes to be true AMAs where I show up with nothing prepared and just take questions from my live viewers. So that's what I did this week. The first question we got was about Strong Lifts 5x5. People asking me about Strong Lifts 5x5. Strong Lifts 5x5 is my favorite overall resistance training protocol. It's the best of both worlds in terms of strength training plus physique training. You need to get stronger. Functional strength is really, really important, whether you're carrying groceries or picking up your kids or whatever. But all-out power training, like West Side barbell style, I'm gonna squat a thousand pounds, right? Look at all those guys. They're really, really fat and really, really metabolically unhealthy, right? All they care about is how much they can lift. You need bigger body weight to do that. So Strongest 5x5 is basically the perfect happy medium I found of strength training and physique training to get the kind of trim, fit, athletic look, right? You don't wanna be a big jack bodybuilder. You just wanna be athletic, low body fat, all these things. Strongest 5x5 is great for that. They have a wonderful app you can download, tracks all the workouts for you, warm-up sets, all that. Buy the premium version. Just go to Stronglifts 5x5, the number 5x5, stronglifts5x5.com. Check that out. The other thing that we talked about was how much water should you be taking in? There's a lot of BS around this. It's not really BS, it's just that we don't really know for sure, right? So the, the obvious number that people use is half your body weight in ounces. If I weigh 200 pounds, I wanna drink at least 100 ounces of water. Cool, that's a great target to hit, you should totally do that. But don't fall into the nonsense from the bodybuilding world or the weight cutting world. Remember, I work with professional athletes and we have to weight cut and manipulate their water intake and their electrolyte intake and all these things. 
Not so for normal people, right? This whole gallon of water a day or two gallons of water a day if you're trying to lose weight or whatever, you want your pee to be clear. You don't want your pee to be clear. If your pee is clear, you're overdoing it, you're flushing electrolytes, you're actually dehydrating yourself, believe it or not. So your electrolyte intake determines your hydration levels far more than your water does, at least 50-50. I say far more, right? So drink water, yes, try to hit half your body weight in ounces, that's a great goal, but also you need to be getting that three to six grams of sodium that I recommend every single day. I get it from Redmond Sea Salt, three to six grams a day, that's 3,000 to 6,000 milligrams of sodium every day. This is critical, no matter what the American Heart Association tells you while their pockets get fat and they lie to you, right? The other thing we talked about was a female asking me if I go to my doctor and I want to get my hormones tested, what do I test? So my brain turns on, I start thinking about Wellness FX and SpectraCell and all these companies and I just gave her a laundry list of hormones to test and then had to go back on the back end in the show notes and actually get a list of these hormones that I recommend you test and I have that here for you right now. So if you're gonna go get your hormones tested, particularly females, this is the list set up for females. I can share another one for men if you want me to. But you're gonna to wanna to test testosterone, estradiol, progesterone, FSH, that's your follicle stimulating hormone, LH, which is your luteinizing hormone, TSH, which is your thyroid stimulating hormone, and then a full thyroid panel, which includes some things that people don't normally test. You wanna test your free T3, you wanna test your reverse T3 to make sure T4 is converting correctly. Reverse T3 can be a really good marker for hypothyroidism. So a lot of people just test the free T3, don't test reverse T3, which can really outline some problems with T4 conversion. You wanna test free T4, test your vitamin D. I also talked about inflammation. My favorite measure for inflammation is C-reactive protein, okay? C-reactive protein. If you're Clovis, like me, C-reactive protein literally doesn't even show up in your blood. I have zero inflammation in my body, it's ridiculous, right? The other thing is just a comprehensive metabolic panel. This just is basically like things like sodium, your electrolyte balance, measures your fluid intake, all these things, kidney function and liver function, super important. The other thing we talked about with blood work in this episode was cholesterol panels. I'm gonna give you guys a hack right now for if you need a new doctor. Not even kidding, okay? Simple test. Say, hey doc, I'm worried about my cholesterol levels. Can you do a cholesterol test? That's it, don't say anything else. Just let them order the cholesterol test, right? If that test comes back and it looks like this, HDL, non-HDL, LDL, total cholesterol, triglycerides, the end, if it looks like that, fire your doctor and get a new one, okay? Now, I have a very personal story about this. I have a genetic defect right? My LDL particle number is genetically high basically no matter what. I mean skyrocket high. Like any conventional doctor in the world would want to put me on a statin, but that doesn't happen because I go to functional medicine medical doctors who know what they're doing. And because of this genetic defect, I have literally traveled around the country by plane and met with some of the best lipidologists in the country. These are cholesterol experts, lipidology. These are fat experts, right? Not your normal conventional doctor. I've worked with some of the best in the country and that's the information that I'm giving back to you. I have spent hours and hours and hours with these people. I've done ultrasounds. They've run tests on me. I've sat with them in person, right? So I'm telling you, if a doctor orders a cholesterol panel and it does not include particle numbers, does not include LP little a, does not include your A1C, does not include particle numbers, Particle numbers, I can't remember if I just said particle numbers, but particle numbers is the single most important thing, right? Particle numbers and inflammation are really the one-two punch combo in determining your cardiac risk, right? 
particle number and inflammation. If your doctor doesn't test those two things, you need a new doctor, or at least you never need to ask that doctor for cholesterol advice ever again, because they'll take your total cholesterol and put you on a statin with nothing but that. Then you're gonna have a drug you don't need to be taking with undesired side effects, right? Now, let me tell you right now, I'm not a doctor, I'm not pretending to be a doctor, I have not been to medical school, this is not medical advice. I'm just teaching you in my experience what I have been through as someone with a genetic cholesterol condition that my dad has and my brother has and I have and my dad's uncles have dropped dead of heart attacks in their 40s, right? I have had to pay so much attention to cholesterol, I can't even tell you, it's super important. Derodulator, doctors shouldn't even write meal plans, most are not educated with nutrition. Correct, I did a whole episode about this called Doctor Recommended, it's AMA number 55 at Clovis.show. Doctor Recommended, the average doctor gets less than 20 hours of nutrition training throughout all of med school. Less than four hours a year spent on nutrition. The single most important thing for our human health and our medical doctors get that much training. That's why you need a functional medicine medical doctor. They've been to med school, they also practice, practice integrated medicine and have an education in nutrition. So the last thing I'm gonna to touch on here was we talked about gluconeogenesis because keto people freak out. You have to have less than 20% of your caloric intake coming from protein because protein will kick you out of ketosis and protein will basically be turned to chocolate cake in your bloodstream. Protein gets converted to glucose. Yes, gluconeogenesis is a real thing that happens, and it's widely misunderstood by just about everybody in the keto community. This is why Clovis is not keto. I say this to you all the time. I will gladly have somebody eat 35% of their daily calories from protein. I don't care at all. Gluconeogenesis stays relatively constant in the human body depending on the, perp on the person. It's slow, it's consistent, it's happening all the time, right? Protein can be converted to glucose, but the body does it on an as-needed basis, okay? On an as-needed basis. Now, get this, if we were to take all of the human studies, now, the studies are lacking, right? We wish that there were more studies, but if you were to take all the human studies about gluconeogenesis, hands down, flat out, without a, without a doubt, if you were to do a meta-analysis of all of those tests, they show that dietary protein intake impacts gluconeogenesis, zero. What? Literally, impacts gluconeogenesis, zero. So what's happening is you have to remember fat-adapted versus non-fat-adapted people, metabolic inflexibility versus metabolic flexibility. I'm metabolically flexible. My body handles glucose differently than yours if you're metabolically inflexible, meaning not fat adapted. So these things change, right? We don't have any human studies on fat adapted people and how gluconeogenesis happens in our bodies. We do have some tests that show that gluconeogenesis is a little bit higher in keto adapted people, right? But again, these are short-term studies, blah, blah, blah. We can go on and on about this. But gluconeogenesis is not this big scary thing that, that, that you think it is. The reason why this myth permeates all throughout the keto community is because people are tracking, measuring, and chasing ketones. This is a bad idea, okay? People want to pee on their pee sticks and they want it to turn purple and they want to prick their finger and they want to be in deep ketosis all the time. Deep ketosis is fat burning, deep ketosis. And if I eat too much protein and then I test, I'm kicked out of ketosis. Oh my God, I'm not burning fat anymore. This is not true. 
<laughs> okay? It's simply not true, particularly with pee sticks, which are not accurate at all. Because in the beginning, you can turn those things purple because your body doesn't know how to use beta-hydroxybutyrate, doesn't know how to use the ketones, so it's flushing them out in the urine. My body knows how to use ketones. I can be in deep ketosis, pee on a stick, and it will register zero ketones. Why? Because my body is burning those ketones and using them in the bloodstream, right? So anyway, we talked a lot about gluconeogenesis. This was your recap of AMA number 61. Don't be afraid of protein at all. It's a superfood. It's the single best macronutrient ever, in my opinion, right? Love protein. And we talked about hydration and electrolytes and all these things, right? Why is Isogenics popular right now? Because they are a multi, multi, multi bazillion dollar brand with fantastic marketing. And they get influencers that they pay a boatload of money. We're talking six figure contracts a year to have them go out and promote this stuff, right? You don't get to be a rich froning or a big giant star athlete or whatever and say, I use this product without a fat paycheck on the back end, okay? So Isogenics is popular because they're fantastic at marketing. They're not a health and wellness company. They are a marketing company. Do not get it twisted. Do not get it confused. They are a marketing company. Clovis is a health and wellness company, and I have little to no marketing budget. In the last 13 months, I've helped over 700 people with a $0 marketing budget. That is the difference, okay? But yet, people see the little guy like me and go, he might be a snake oil salesman, and they trust the multi-billion dollar company that spends a million dollars a month in advertising to sell their crappy products. Sure, go trust those guys. That's cool. Don't trust me, whatever you wanna do. But anyway, that's the reason, because they're a giant company with huge capital, tons of investors. I mean, they might be a publicly traded company. They're so big right now. I don't know, and I believe they're MLM. So if they're multi-level marketing, those companies tend to grow very quickly, especially when they have a lot of capital to throw into marketing. There's a random little question about isogenics. Wow, I just ranted on them. Uh, but anyway, yeah, I mean, behind the scenes, I manufacture supplements, right? So I'm transparent as they come. Any questions you wanna know about my products or any other products, because I know deep, dark secrets of the products and the suppliers, I'm happy to share it with you. I don't give a crap who gets mad at me about it. Just being honest, right? <laughs> I love being honest, guys. I'm just sharing my journey with you, right? The same way the cholesterol, the lipidology thing, I got messed up cholesterol. Not quite sure what to do about it, but I have zero inflammation in my body, which means I'm at zero risk of cardiac event, right? Why? Because things like LDL particle number and risk factors, we can call those hay. Let's say I have a pile of hay. Holy crap, my LDL particle number is high. And let's say a cardiac event is a fire. In between hay and the fire, there must be a spark. The spark is the other things that contribute to risk, like inflammation. Inflammation is literally non-measurable in my blood. I have no inflammation, therefore I am virtually at zero risk of cardiac events. See what I'm saying? So even if I have the hay and the fire is a possibility, if I have no sparks because I'm living right, doing Clovis, I'm gonna be good to go, everybody. I don't need a statin, right? But that's just me, not a doctor, not medical advice. Anyway, guys, this is in case you missed it. Um, you know what? Let me check real quick while I'm here because I, I like that I'm just gonna be mellow here. Yes, this is in case you missed it, number 22. Wanted to make sure I got the number right. This is in case you missed it, number 22. This will go up on the Perfect Paleo Podcast. It will also be on YouTube. YouTube, YouTube, YouTube. I'm really ramping up YouTube. There's gonna be a lot of content there. If you guys have any questions, Justin at IamClovis.com. Go to IamClovis.com, go to Clovis.show, wherever you wanna go, anywhere you go, click the contact button, click the message button. It's going to go directly to me, no matter where you go, and I'm always gonna respond. That's the difference between me and the isogenics of the world, right? 
Hope you guys like this. Uh, go check out AMA number 61. Great insight. I've read a lot from Mark Hyman. We all agree on most facts you stated. Mark Hyman is wonderful. Really great guy. I'm hoping to get him on my podcast, actually. Um, so check out the Perfect Paleo podcast, uh, D-Rodulator. Um, you can check out my recent conversations with Abel James, the Fat Burning Man. Uh, I had a great conversation with Rob Wolf. If you like Mark Hyman, you probably like Rob Wolf. Rob Wolf's a good buddy of mine. Um, Diana Rogers was on there. I got some upcoming stuff happening again with Rob. Rob's awesome. So if you like Mark Hyman, you will love the Perfect Paleo podcast. I promise you. Um, interview number eight is Rob Wolf, and number nine, one of the most recent ones, is Abel James. So D Roger later, go check that out, and I think you'll really love it, man. Just go to uh, Clovis.show. You can see everything about my podcast. Clovis.show, I think Abel's on the homepage right now. So go check that out, man. Let me know what you think. Shoot me an email at justinironclovis.com. I love, love, love communicating with people like this. So just give me a shout, man. Uh, hopefully you can check out some Clovis content. There's over 100 free hours of stuff on there. You crushing mass gains. Eh, eh, crushing mass gains. Yeah, so I'm two weeks in. I was up about eight pounds last I checked. Pretty crazy. Eight pounds in two weeks. I've worked out exactly four times. Put on eight pounds of solid muscle because I'm measuring body fat as well. So about eight pounds right now. We'll see what the final count is on day 30. Might push it out six weeks, haven't decided yet. But anyway, uh, love you guys. I'm gonna duck off here. I'm gonna turn this into a podcast for you. Go check out all the things you need to check out. YouTube.com slash The Clovis Culture. YouTube.com slash The Clovis Culture. Gonna be really ramping up YouTube, so pay attention to that. Thank you guys so much. You're awesome. This is in case you missed it. Number 22, based on Ask Me Anything, number 61. Thanks guys. Bye.